0: Welcome everybody, um, so this series that I'm going to do here may, hold on, a I might have to be interrupted really quickly, so I don't know, we'll have to see how that goes, but anyways, so what I'm going to try and do eventually is kind of go fully into the Enneagram system for all of you here. Because I've done an episode, but it was very, like, general. It wasn't very deeply going into the system itself. Um, and I've talked about some things to be aware of and whatnot. So, um, I think I will probably do a deeper dive on all of the different types in the system itself. Um... A little bit. I won't like go too deeply. I let, a lot of, A lot of channels go really deeply into this, and honestly, I think it can kind of waste a lot of people's time. And I've done this myself, so I don't. I know this is where this is exactly where it's coming from. A lot of people waste their time with uh, the identification stage and the uh, falling into the trap of identification with their type that they're in. And this is something that I know f- about from personal experience. This is why I want to talk about this. I want to talk about that in a separate episode because it's a very deep problem that we face. But that's a that's a deeper problem that I'm, I'm talking about already. I've talked about it multiple times in different ways, but I want to go deeper into this. This is something that I'm currently dealing with, really. So I want to go into the enneagram five as someone who is an enneagram five um and kind of go over some things you may not be aware and uh try and go over the wings a little bit and some of the variants a little bit the instinctual variants or what do you want to call them to a certain extent to a small extent but really what i want to go over here is the uh the depthness the deepness of this this um cuz you can you can get really deep. Um and I'm 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 making an episode right now actually as we speak that's going over the what I call the mirror effect going really deep into examples. And the Enneagram is a good example of this actually because one can be so so the the so um kind of going into this problem. One be one can um it can be really illuminating and enlightening to learn about your type and, and, and kind of come come to that aha moment of, oh, this is my type. But then you run into this trap. It's often easy. It's very um, likely at that point, especially if you're not aware of what's happening, that you'll fall into this trap of, I am this type and this this causes me problems. And I want to go deep into that in one episode eventually, but Right now, I want to go into the five Enneagram. What does that look like? And I want to go into other Enneagram types, especially, eventually. Um, one, one of the, uh, one, one a bit of advice, though, when it comes to any kind of personality typing system is that, to be honest with you, I've come to the conclusion that you can only know your particular type. You can't really know anybody else's type. Like, you can know, you can read the, the um, uh, the understandings about it. Like, you can read about, like, being an ENFP and you can read about INFPs, but you can't really understand, for the most part, what they're talking about, what what that's all about. Um, you can only know it intellectually and not in a being level, and so you're not going to be able to understand it and, and talk about it properly enough. Um... And this is true for any system that you are in. In in a lot of ways, um, unless you've gone through it, you can't really describe it very well. So, but today we're just going into the Enneagram system. What is a 5? How does the 5 do what they do? Why? Um, so, the Enneagram 5 is... So the Enneagram is a system that people use. I think they take it too too seriously, in my opinion, but we'll get into it in another episode. But what they use it for is to understand oneself and another person. And I, and I actually agree with using it that way. Um, I do that constantly in, in a lot of situations. But what you use it for is mostly for yourself. It's easy to look at. Somebody and go, oh, this person is a 2 or a 5 or a 9. But it's often, you know, it's often a a thing when you start realizing that you're wrong about that. It's really interesting how that can kind of work sometimes. So, what is the 5 Enneagram, when it comes to the Enneagram? There's basically 9 types. And type 5 is the 5th type. It's it's um within the head triad, which is concerned with. So each uh, type in the enneagram system is concerned with, and this is actually something I want to talk about deeper in another episode when it comes to all types of ego developments and whatnot. But is concerned with uh, understanding reality and 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 and. Uh, Basically, it's it's hard to explain. Basically, what what the mind tries to do is is uh, make reality and combine reality into certain parts or make it into certain compartments. Uh, the head triad uses this and um, uses their mind, uses their thinking in order to do this. Especially, this is something that's especially easy to, to notice with the five. Um, because the five is the most like the head triad system. Uh, and the two is most like the feeling head system of the uh, feeling system. And, and the eight is most like the body system because they're mostly in their body. Um, but the five is concerned with energy. They're all concerned with energy, but in different ways. You know, like the two is concerned with Um, energy in the sense of like how do I get this loving energy from somebody or how do I give it to others Uh, and so they're all concerned with energy but the five is energy the uh, the, the five is concerned with energy has to do with how do I um, keep the energy that I have I think of like a gas tank where the gas tank might be full when you wake up But if you interact a lot with with a lot of people, you can very easily lose a lot of energy within a short amount of time. And then you need to recharge by yourself. Um, But this doesn't mean that, um, you know, fives are the only introverts. There are other introverts. But in particular, the five is concerned with a kind of um, energy depletion system and so their solution because all all the types are concerned with energy depletion to a certain extent all all types are either concerned with energy 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 depletion or energy uh reception or receiving energy like the uh and so they try to make reality Either they try to make reality fit what they want it to be, or they they uh, make their mind reality, which is a, which is a thing that I've talked about a little bit. And I want to go deeper into this subject because it's a very, 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 very uh, convoluted and deep subject, but the mind reality is is now being used to try and understand and, and put reality at, a dis- at at a distance. Um, so fives are more like observers of reality that rather than participating in reality. You know, just because you are intelligent, though, does not mean that you're a five. You know, You can have intelligent sevens, intelligent nines, but what it means is that if you are a five, you're going to be more within your own head and depending on what your wing is that's going to be uh contributing to this as well. And so your your level of awareness in this kind of situation is based on how in your head how in your head you are. Each type has different levels of uh growth and what that looks like level levels of awareness. I don't even want to use the word growth. I think that word is used too often. Um what it's really about is awareness like what is your awareness like right now is it contracted within yourself uh is it contracted within a certain thing that you want like love or joy or whatever it is or is it expanded in an observational non-judgmental kind of way that's really what i see growth as in a lot of ways i don't really see this whole personal growth um Situation that people talk about, like, oh, why, you know, this is about personal growth. It's like I don't really care, to be honest, about personal growth. I'm more interested in awareness as a system, as an under, as a uh, thing to expand. Because that that's really what growth entails, in in the first place, but that's that's another episode. <laughs> so the five is concerned with observing reality because if it can understand reality because five is desire is to be competent and capable um i i wouldn't you know the thing about that term those terms is i don't know if i would use those terms necessarily i would use the term useful in some way you know because competence and capable you can use those terms for like the three often seems to be trying to become successful which is a kind of competence in itself and a c- t- kind of capability in itself um you know mas- the, the term mastery has been used four or fives and i think that probably applies better in some ways but i think all of the types seek some kind of mastery of some kind something um, and so i don't know if those are words or are the most accurate but they help to understand what's happening here i guess you know, because you have you can have like an eight, and they're trying to master, you know, not being controlled by the world by pushing outward. Like, you, you better not do this to me. This kind of thing. You're know, like they're trying to, uh, basically, put reality at a distance. Every type is trying to put reality at a distance, but in different ways. Um, you know, like the two is trying to put. Uh, you know, like unloving reality at a different distance by loving and trying to give more love to people because they want to receive love. And so they're trying to put reality at a distance in some way. It's all about putting reality at a distance uh, or changing reality to suit their um, compulsion I like the word the compulsion that's one of the words that was used and concerned with all these different types but i was trying to use the reality in a compulsionary way to make it a certain way based on your particular type like the one for instance is trying to do that or whatever it is so the, the five is concerned with learning observation um and one thing I'm trying to really get held on lately is that all of the types have um, some value, some useful function. Um, but the problem is that the when when you become too when you become too unaware of the blind spots of your type, you it's it's like you start believing in your own bullshit. Uh, that's the way that I've noticed and described it in my own head. Um, so I will be going deeper into this, but basically, like for the five, for instance, it, it comes down to believing so much that your energy d- d- depends on is is very deprived and depends on you to such an extent to where you. Uh, constantly by yourself, um, you're, you know, afraid to share the knowledge that you have because of the energy that you, you gain from the knowledge, and you, if you do, you, you could be wrong found wrong later, uh, or you could, you know, it could waste a lot of energy, while the, uh, The, tr- the truth of it is that the energy is could be uh, taken away. The ego, or what in this case is, uh, I think Richard R- R- Rohrer was the one who called it compulsion, is uh, correct in certain ways that the energy can be drained. It's it's taken too far and too seriously to sometimes, oftentimes, and then you believe too much in your own bullshit in, in this case. Um, and you start becoming less and less aware of reality you become less and less engaged in reality and you become not only that become you become if you're five especially you you become less and less able to distinguish between reality and your ideas about reality and so you you start Like kind of getting lost in your your own bullshit. Not that your bullshit is incorrect. It's often it is correct, but it's often like over exaggerated, because like you like I said, you're now trying harder to get closer, uh, further and further away from reality, which makes your ideas and understandings further and further away from truth, in this case. And and then. But because you're not getting that feedback from reality, uh, you start losing control of what's happening. And you don't really realize what's happening. It's ironic because when you do this, like when, when I, cause I was really, really unhealthy in this and I still have my problems doing this, but, um, and this could be just a, a me thing. But what I've noticed is that when you do this long enough and you become unhealthy enough, you start losing control of the world that you built built, that you've created and you've you found in your own head, because there's no uh, grounding force to uh, stop that from happening. What I mean for this is, like, give an example, right? Like, if you believe, if you've heard a bunch of conspiracies and you, you believe them and you create more of them in your own head, if you're, like, a five or whatever... And then you, but because you're not in touch with reality enough, and you're further and further away from reality, those ideas get stronger and stronger, and they take control of your mind, Uh, and it's like your mind becomes like overheated with all of this stuff that you you have inside of you, these uh, ideas and these emotions. Because at this level, you can't even, you, uh, it's hard enough to access your emotions at these levels. Of healthier levels even sometimes but at the unhealthier levels it's almost impossible to access the the emotions and you because of that you the emotions are still affecting you that's the problem with this is that your emotions are still affecting you even if you're like emotions are too dangerous it's too scary to have these emotions control my life and so i must compartmentalize myself from these emotions. But these emotions are still affecting you. These emotions are still making decisions for you, in a sense. Like, it's hard to explain exactly how this works, but that's one thing that you almost have to figure out at a certain level, within the five especially. Um. And so, you it's you start losing control of these ideas they kind of like make they uh, they, uh because you're so ungrounded from reality They these ideas and these uh, thoughts and these mind itself kind of takes on a life of its own because there's no grounding force within reality there's no there's no you looking at reality and and, and matching that up to your ideas and saying oh this doesn't match up this doesn't match up here this doesn't match up there you know whatever it is right and because of that, you're not you're not getting this grounded force. You're not gra- getting any grounding, um, and whatnot. And the reason why the, the five does this is because five the five sees reality as dangerous. It's too there's too much there within reality, like your emotions, for instance, intimacy, feelings of another person as well. Like if 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 you as a 2 or a 3 or a 7 or whatever, ask a 5 to share their feelings, they're going to run into the other room because the feeling is too strong. You know, reality in that way is too difficult. Um, and so they, to deal with this, they must um, preserve their energy, especially if they're a self-preservation preservation 5. They preserve their energy in different ways. That 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 takes different forms. You know, as a self-preservation five myself. You know that means that you have to find times where you 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 dis you either disengage or you go in a, a room, a special room, or whatever, and um. You know just do whatever you would normally do, but you're regaining, you're you're regaining your energy that you've lost by engaging with reality. You're now engaging with yourself and your own thoughts and whatnot. But and that can be a grand grand thing, a great thing because you're able to get to such grand and bigger Understandings and ideas, because you you're able able to do this. But if you go too too far with it, and too deep with it, like I said, you you start losing control of the uh, worlds that you've built. It's almost like they take on. It's almost like if you um, have like a rope or a knot or something, and normally normally the rope wouldn't be moving it at all. It would just be sitting there. But if somehow imagine somehow the rope was given some, somehow it was given life, it would start moving around, it would start doing all kinds of things that you would not expect a rope to do. It's kind of like this. So this is getting a bit long, so I'm going to try and shorten this a little bit, as much as possible. So the five is, uh, observant, perceptive, you know, needs, is more introverted, it's part of the withdrawn types, which is the fours, the fives, and the nines. Um, you know, when you're a five, you you get more energy from your thoughts and your mind than you do from, from reality. It leaves us the idea that we tell, our, we tell ourselves. Um, I think we get more um, juice from it, if that, if that makes any sense. More uh, There's more that goes into that typically, um, so, at the healthier levels of five, the five is more perceptive, there's like a brilliance and an innovation to the healthier five, the healthy fives, where you can actually, like, reach into the being nature of things a lot more than you would normally, it's, it's hard to explain, I will talk about this in the end of this episode, because there's, there's some, there's some things, I think, five could know about himself and how to become healthier in this kind of way you know the healthier five is less compulsive within his fiveness as a five would normally be but but you know there's still that five energy there but it's more expanded there's more uh it's not as rigid and like the more unhealthy it gets the more rigid it gets that's true for any kind of ego um levels whatever that those are and the more rigid, and the more contracted it is, contracted meaning like, if you, uh, and that's, that's a deep topic, but the more that you, you um, kind of like, contract N-words, like, and that doesn't mean that contract N-words isn't like, introversion, but like, contract N-words isn't like, you, there's basically two, you, you either, um, so, like, say you, you hear some information, you, you, you'll, if you're more rigid, you'll contract inward and start judging that information if you don't like it or whatever. Versus, if you aren't as rigid, you'll uh, there's more of like an expanding outward to kind of understand and try and encompass this understanding. You may not completely agree with it, but you'll try and like see it. You know, all this kind of thing without judging it as much as possible. Um, the <sighs> healthier levels are more. Like I said, sects perspective, their observations are there's like a different level to the observation because I've been there. I've I've um, had my moments of healthier levels, but unfortunately, with these heavy left whole healthier levels, it's not like a ladder where you climb up and that's it when you reach the top. Because unfortunately, you'll find yourself climbing up and something you'll do to yourself. And it makes you less healthy, and you fall back down to a le- lower levels. It's almost more like a wheel, actually, to be honest with you, because you, the way that it's worked for me is like if you, so, you learn a lot about the information, like like the mind, for instance. I've been a basically a reporter of the mind for the past three years, and you you try and understand the mind as much as possible. <sighs> You start off a bit average in that area, if you're like, especially if you're thinking about this through the five lens, you start big, a bit unhealthy or average, because you don't really know about uh, how, you know, what the mind is, how it works, and so you start doing research, you start looking at your own mind, you start looking at your own emotions, because emotions in the mind are very much connected, even though people think they're different, but they're, they're, differently, they're, they're differently connected in a lot of ways, which I'll go into a little bit in this episode, because that's important for a five to understand to a certain extent, so you become more proficient in understanding the mind eventually, and you reach a kind of average level, at the, the uh, average to unhealthy levels, or average to healthy levels, sorry, more healthy levels, you, you can start to understand a lot more about the mind, but you can reach a point where you think that you don't know as much about the mind again, and you, you come back to the more average levels and then you uh return from that back into the healthier levels you know the more um the the healthy five can engage and feels like he can engage more with the world without consuming all of his energy uh the healthier five may you know has more of a connection with his body uh, and I will be talking more about how to do this more in this episode, and I probably will make a really, uh, a deeper kind of episode on all of these topics, honestly, because there's a lot to go into there, for not just FOS, but everybody. Um, especially the body, if you're not a FOS, if you're not, if you're, especially if you're in the head types triad, um, you could learn more about being in your body, Um but especially fives, I think, can learn a lot from being in the body. Something that I've had to kind of see and do. So, the five at these levels are typically more outgoing in certain ways. Like, they might not be, like, complete extroverts. But they can engage with the world in such a way. What, what, where versus the more average five is, is a little more shyer. There's There's more fear there. The, the more healthy 5 is, is more confident average 5 average 5 is more observant more within his or her own mind less within the body there's less there's more fear of um, you know incompetence or you know being um, seen as uh, incompetent or being seen as helpless or useless in some kind of way because our core fear is to be seen as useless or incompetent um, you know, their core desires to be masters of something. Um, the average five will kinda of go into what um Don Richard Riso and you know, is uh called preparation mode, which basically is uh where you just do like a lot of research on something. Uh there's a certain level too that I've noticed with the healthier with the unhealthy or average five that you get where because you haven't like embodied what you've understood or if you have it's not as deeply as it as it would be at the at the healthier levels of five but because you haven't embodied this yet you your 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 ideas are gonna be way too complicated this is something that I've run into and it's something that I'm trying not to do as much of, but I do obviously I do this a lot, um, and so nobody can really follow you, um, you know, while in the healthier levels of five, you can, you can, uh, explore and understand your, you know, at the more average levels for five, sorry, you may be stuck in preparation mode, maybe more introverted than the healthier five, um, and, um, because of this, you know, there may be times where. One one example that was really funny was uh, given by Tom Lahue. Tom Lahue is a YouTube uh, YouTuber, I guess you could call it. Uh, I think he's a minister too, but I'm not sure. But, anyways, talking about one of the things that he, he made this analogy, which I, I think is funny, called the dump truck, where what the Bible do is that normally they'll be silent and you won't notice anything. And then eventually one day they'll beep, come up to you like beep, 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 and just dump up. All this dump all this information into on, onto your lap, and you're like, What do I do with this? You know, this kind of thing uh, that's definitely something a more average to unhealthy five will do. Not that they healthy five will not do it, but they will do it in different ways. Um, you know, it's, it's less uh intrusive, I guess. I mean, it, it can still be intrusive, but it's not as strong. It's not as complicated usually. Like a lot of times there's so much information that you get as an average five that you don't really know what to do with it at all. Actually, that's one of the big problems is that you're, because there's so much information, the mind is trying to like file it away like a filing cabinet. But because there's so much information, it's con- constantly filing information. <laughs> this goes there, this goes there, you know. That's what the five Unhealthy Average 5 does. Average in particular. Unhealthy 5 is um, a lot more introverted, a lot more fearful. They're, you know, concerned of being more useless. They're concerned that they're a failure. There's a lot of failure um, problems going on there. There's a lot of fear going on there. Um, One of the things I've I've noticed from being unhealthy as myself, I've, I've been there, so I know how this goes sometimes, is... That your mind actually becomes, like, your greatest enemy, if that makes any sense. Like, you can become so uh, trapped within the mind that your imagination takes, you ever heard that expression, you know, imagination carried, uh, it got carried away kind of thing? That's what happens to an unhealthy five. Like, they can get so stuck in their minds that it's like a light bulb that just can't like it's it's just getting too strong. There's too much energy going through that bulb, and eventually it just kind of like starts buzzing and popping and making all these noises because it it just can't handle all that strain that's going through it because there's no outlet for that uh, those emotions, those thoughts, and there's no way of dealing with those properly without because the solution for the five is to go e- inward, which can work if you do it right but also can be a big 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 problem if you're if you're uh, way too stuck in that it can make you very restless uh one one thing that uh and a lot of any grand teachers talk about is how the five can go to seven which is like where the five instead of uh approaching things and uh learning a lot about a subject they go from one subject to another to, a, to another like lightning quick like go 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 there's a lot of restlessness going on there because the mind can't deal with the emotional strain that's going, that's being put on it right now. Um, and honestly, when, when you're in that state, it's it's a uh, it's impossible. It's almost impossible. It's not impossible, but it's it's damn near impossible to uh, notice how this this uh me- mechanism this coping me- mechanism of withdrawing is actually making your problems worse now I'm not saying that you have to share your feelings with everybody but um it's actually more about in my opinion becoming more aware of your body through like exercise and meditation but we'll get into that in a minute um more unhealthy five might buy into a lot of conspiracy theories you might be might very pr- provocative just to trigger people like oh you believe in god you know you know you know god doesn't exist and, and they'll give you all kinds of evidence and things like this um especially if you're more of a icon- iconical S, which is five wing four which we'll get into the wings in a little bit and then the unhealthy fives are typically way more uh like i said because they they um unhealthy five goes to seven why Why does the unhealthy five go to seven it doesn't sound like it would make a whole lot of sense that if unhealthy five would go to seven because the seven is about going out a lot doing a lot of things and the reason why the unhealthy five goes to seven is because the unhealthy five cannot deal with what's inside it's they withdraw on so much that they've caused their own problems and they can't deal with it through more withdrawal it just makes it worse and so they just keep going and going and going and going because they think that maybe that's going to find some yeah, help them in some way. Or it's, it's almost it's actually more unconscious than that. Like it's almost more of like a compulsion to get rid of the the mind that the five so enjoyed at that at one point but now is causing it problems. Um so the wing subtypes. The 5w6, the 5wing6 is more logical, usually. I've noticed that the 5wing6 seems to be less... Uh, the 5wing6 probably has more grounded in, in reality in some ways. Like, the 5wing4 is going to be... Can can really get stuck in their imagination. In some ways, is more created than the 5wing6. 5wing6 will probably be in... Uh, more fields, and listen to more fields like science, and, and things like this, while the five-wing four might do more creative fields, I can see philosophy being a very five-wing four thing, but also a five-wing six thing too, like there's certain philosophies that are more five-wing six than, and others that are more five-wing four, Um, you know, I'm, I'm a five-wing four by the way, if you're curious, because, you know, that's, that's, you know, the, the five-wing four has more emotional depth, and at the healthier levels, I think they probably have more emotional understanding as well. Um, because usually, I've no because usually at a certain point, you almost have to start noticing and becoming aware of your emotions um, to become healthier. That's what that's what the point of of noticing your body is. So, a five wing four is more creative, imaginative. There, there's um. Uh, so. There seems to be more of a uh, a possibility of noticing different connections that most people don't really notice, you know, because five wing six is going to be kind of following the more traditional, uh, like path to understanding, like A plus B equals C, whereas like the five wing four can kind of come to a conclusion that's completely different than what like. The five wing six person would come to because they're more imaginative and intuitive in that kind of way so like a plus b would equal h of course it doesn't really equal h but and that's where the five wing four can get into a lot of problems but that's typically what the five wing four is and does it, it they find unique connections that most people don't really see or if they don't if they do see it, they don't go far enough with it like i've done a lot of episodes about things that people don't really understand and city. And most people don't listen to my episodes because they can't see it. Um, of course that means you can fall into your own bullshit much quicker as a five-wing four. I think a five-wing six, you know, if they do fall into their own bullshit, it's more the bullshit of authority figures. Like, because six-wings, the six typically follows authority figures and trusts authority figures more than anybody else. And authority figures can be wrong just as much as everybody else. Um... Prefers his like Defy Wing Four, for instance, who doesn't trust authority as much, questions authority. Because oftentimes authority is corrupt. But then again, so is everybody else. So <laughs> back to the same problem. <laughs> That's actually part of the problem with anything. Because the mirror effect is very, very strong in people. And I want to make an episode going deeper into the mirror effect because there's a lot I think people can know about the situation. So The instinctual variance. So the self-preservation five is concerned with. The self-preservation five is going to be more like the five than the other other five. Their, you know, main concern is their castle. Their castle is their home, their mind. Uh, There was actually a... uh, a quote i'm gonna par- kind of get it wrong and paraphrase it but it was actually from a book that i read a while ago a long time ago which basically made the the argument is something that i i really like that says that your home should always be where your head is like if your home is like a certain place and that place gets burned down you know that that, ca- that can cause you a lot of problems so your home should always be where your head is i'm kind of paraphrasing that getting that wrong a little bit but um so the self-preservation five is actually you know what the thing is about this this system of uh, variants is that i think all of us have um some of these to a certain extent or another sometimes i think the more unhealthy you are the more you lean on the variants and the the more healthy you are the more you can kind of lean on other parts of these other variants like the social variant for instance um i don't Think that's the end-all be-all. Like a lot of people want to look at the system and say, oh, this is the way of improving oneself to the, to the healthier level. Uh, I won't do that in this episode. I will try and give you some some strategies and ideas in the end of this episode. But I won't say that they're the end-all be-all. Because I honestly, I think that's probably a way of deluding yourself into believing your own bullshit. But <laughs> they will help you more Um, and if you're not a five, they will help you understand the five more. This, this episode is going to definitely help you understand the five. And I will probably give you some advice to how to deal with a five. If you aren't a five, but want to deal with one properly. So, uh, self-preservation is pretty explanatory. I think, you know, preserves the self, you know, like it's concerned about wasting or losing energy from the self. So has is very introverted more introverted than the other types typically uh especially in this in this case uh social preservation is is um kind of tries to uh, basically gathers a lot of knowledge about something to be um, seen as competent and capable um you know I, I do a little bit of that and this in these episodes I try not to be. You know, it's something that I'm really working on right now because I'm I'm noticing how ridiculously convoluted the shit gets. But, um, so the social preservation preservation five can, and does, focus on, um, communicating knowledge to people to become accepted by the world, um. And the one to one, or what some people call the sexual, uh, variant in the five is a more intimate kind of more of a counter phobic which is what some people call it five where they're kind of acting completely different from what a five would seemingly seemingly act, act like there's one there's one five there's one uh variant of the five that's more five like than all the others you know there's the self-preservation there's the one five that doesn't quite act like the five but you can kind of tell somewhat they're five that which is the social in this case and then there's the one-one to which, honestly, in some ways, doesn't act like a vibe at all, um, especially if you really know them very well. But honestly, I think when with the system of of uh, the variants, I think all of us can sometimes tap into all of these variants. I don't think, you know, I, I'm I'm very different when when it comes to the system of the enneagram in general because I think the enneagram is in all of us to a certain degree. Uh, the, it just depends on the degree and it just depends on what is your primary, wh- where is your primary go-to at when it comes to this system. Um, because I think most of us have a, a, ba- a fair bit of all of types. Um, the types. And probably the more unhealthy you are, the less you embody all of these types to a certain extent as well, to be honest, to a certain, ex- to a certain extent. Um And so like I said it depends on what what is your go-to when it comes to the Enneagram like are you a five are you a seven you know this kind of thing um and I might or might not make other episodes about the Enneagram and like the different types but um I'm just doing this for the fives out there because I know there's there's a lot of information that doesn't really go into this from a five perspective in a lot of ways there's a lot of like twos and threes and eights and whatnot that try and like explain it based on their particular understanding of types and honestly I think like I said before you can't really know another person's type from your type uh you know because it's the mirror effect the mirror effect is basically the idea that you um kind of getting off topic here but basically the mirror effect is the idea that I've developed that says that you can only know you, what's in your experience? What's in your awareness? Your understanding right now. Uh, what's in your perspective, physical or mental? What do I mean? What do I mean? What I mean by physical is like, you know, like say you have a camera, right? And I'm I'm filming to you YouTube right now. I'm I'm not actually filming to YouTube, but just just giving you an example. And I'm looking into the camera. That's my perspective. I'm looking into the camera, but you're seeing me look look at you, sort of, because if camera looks at, you know, the camera's, you know, and, it's, and you're seeing me on your screen right now, which is in a totally different location, this physical perspective versus mental perspective. So if it's not physical, the, the more the healthy you are when it comes to the mirror effect, the more you're not going to be seeing things as much through the mental, but you're, you're still going to be seeing things from this physical perspective. Um... So, what are some ways in which to, uh, I don't want to say grow or become healthier, but get out of your mind, and why would you want to as a five? What's the purpose? What's the reason behind doing this? So, there's a couple of logical reasons why you might want to do this more, because um you this is one of the things they don't really tell you to do, and, and I think as a five, you can run into these, this idea that, you know, I don't really need to do this, I don't really feel any fear, now there isn't, you know, the, the thing about the five is that there doesn't really seem to be a fear, uh, it's more of like a, a, con- a, a contraction of sorts, like, what I mean by like, it's like, a, there's like a pushing away, or pulling out, away from reality, um, which is like, you know, what they would consider to be a fear. You're, you're doing that because of fear. I don't know if I'd call it a fear, but that's what they call it. <laughs> I think that's a bit uh, much. I think they're just trying to explain it in the best way they can explain it. Um, but there is definitely certain uh, insecurities, I guess you could say there. But I wouldn't call them fears necessarily. i just call them um, preferences or... Not even really preferences, but like uh, attachments, which is kind of ironic because we're supposed to be the type that's more detached, but that's part of the problem. Um. So, how did you, as if I have become healthier, become less uh, compulsive, as as if I would would do? So, the first thing I would recommend is. And this is something that I recommend for anybody, really, because we're dealing with a world right now that um, lives on the internet. What I recommend you do, even if you're not a five, is to stay away from your phone for a time. It doesn't have to be for very long, 10 minutes, 20 minutes, 30 minutes. Uh, because what happens if you don't is you get stuck in your mind more, especially as a 5 i Notice this myself. You you'll get stuck in your mind, you get so stuck in your mind, you're thinking to yourself, Well, what's wrong with staying in my mind at that point? Um, the problem is that you you kind of lose more and more touch with reality. You start losing uh, you start becoming less your your ideas start becoming less irrelevant, if that makes any sense. Like you you're because because of the fact that you're not in touch with reality as much. So put down your phone for a time. You know, not do it right, don't do it right now. Finish this episode first. But put down your phone after this episode is done for like 10 minutes. Um you know, I made an episode about silence, the pay, the healing power of fa- the value of silence, why do silence. Yes, yeah, that's a, that's a thing to five vibe, that five should do more often as well. Um, f- become aware of the silence. So Another thing I think a five can be really, really aware of is. Um, see, one of the things that fives do is they try to see reality by thinking about reality. So, for instance, you might. A five might try and uh, become aware of singing bowl by learning a bunch of facts about a singing bowl you start googling where singing bowls are made how they're made what they're made out of what they sound like instead of instead of listening to the singing bowl Because you do this, you lose contact with the being, the being nature of a singing bowl, uh, or anything that you're you're trying to understand. Um, there was a there was a, speech or a spiritual teacher. I forget who it was who was saying this, but it might have been Eckhart Tolle, actually. I don't remember. But anyways, the uh, the teacher basically said. Think about how you, and I'm paraphrasing, I'm probably going to get it wrong here, but think about like a bird, right? So when the child sees a bird, when they're very young, they don't know the word bird, they don't know what a bird is. And so they see the bird for the first time and they go, "Ah, wow, what is that? And you tell them, you're like, oh, this is a bird. From then on, especially if you explain what this word means and you explain what a bird is, they're going to be... (coughs) <coughs> seeing um the thoughts about the word, understanding the thoughts about the bird rather than seeing the bird in reality reality. Um I think all of us do this no matter no matter what your type is, but probably do it the most in some ways because we uh can sometimes get this like really uh, buggy, I don't know if that's the right word, but really fucking uh Uh, unhealthy idea that you can understand more about something by thinking about it by seeing it through thoughts now don't get me wrong i think thoughts can help you really understand something but if you're not understanding that thing in reality as it is (coughs) you're missing the thing itself you're not seeing the being nature of the thing you're not seeing what it is right now and because you're not seeing it as it is right now you're you're probably going to be a little bit separated from it you're going to be disengaged from it which may feel very numbing may very be feel very very foggy um you know may feel very nice because you're nice and separated from it and so you can observe it fully but you're not seeing it fully. Because you're not seeing it. You're, you're looking at it through your thoughts. Um, this is something I'm really starting to. Really notice more of. Because there's the you know, unfortunate truth. That you, you, you uh, cannot separate. Subjectivity from objectivity. What this means is that. If you're looking at something. An object. You're looking through it. You're looking at it through the lens of your your mind, your thoughts, or at the very least, your eyes, which means you're seeing it through your perspective, your subjective perspective. Um and this is especially true if you're doing this through thoughts. The fives can almost have this like idea that you can understand everything about reality through thinking about it um i know i have and it's it's hard to kind of like tell yourself overcome and uh it's hard to tell yourself that this is not true and it's hard to under overcome the uh uh compulsion i suppose to think reality rather than to see and be reality as it is you know, like I said, I'm, and like I said, I'm not not saying that you should never think again. But you should become more aware of the being nature of, of life, of reality, as much as possible. While thinking, you can do a bit of both. You can think, you can notice the being nature of something. You can notice an insight. And then think about that insight for a couple of minutes or whatever. But return back into the being nature of things. That's how you do this. That's how you become less uh, excuse me. You become more uh, healthy as a as a five. You become more aware of reality. Um. So become more aware of this. So. And this is this is actually a really deep topic that I want to talk more about because there's a lot that goes into this, but um. The second thing, the other thing that I will talk about, there's, a couple, there's more things that I want to go into here, is become more aware of your emotions when they happen. A five will think his way through his emotions, or her emotions, or whatever, their emotions. A five will not typically feel their emotions. And because they don't really do that, because they don't feel their emotions, they're not in touch with what is. They're not in touch with their reality of what is. Um and because and because you do this, your emotions you know the thing about this is that you 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 might have this idea. This is something that I've thought of before. And this is something I, I always thought for long for the longest time. But you might have this idea that if I don't that if I Feel my emotions. They're going to be controlling. What I think. And and they're going to make me uh, less objective. As a person. But it's it's actually the opposite. Because actually what really happens is that. When you stop. When you don't feel your emotions. And when you uh, just kind of separate yourself from them. And compartmentalize them. You become. uh, Controlled. It's it's very easy for your emotions to then control you from that space it's uh it's actually one of the big problems of logic it's one of the things that uh, if you become overly logical you can fall into this trap as well for different reasons because emotions make a man motivated or a woman or you know whatever it is Uh, you know people think that logic motivates a person But it's actually emotions that do this. (laughs) Unfortunately, this is just the way it is. Now, I think that there is a a middle ground between letting emotions control what's happening and letting logic control. And as far as the vibe goes, I think the logic is probably still going to be more objective, even when this is happening, than uh, another type that doesn't do this as much. But you won't... Be as aware of the emotions con- creeping up and controlling your mind and thoughts, and because of that, you won't be as objective as you would normally be. Actually, it's actually it's actually counterintuitive. But because of your lack of noticing your emotions, you're less objective because your emotions are controlling you. Your emotions are making your decisions, not always, and and not like completely. It's not like a absolute thing, but it definitely can turn into that, especially if your emotions are, are way too strong at a certain moment or whatever. Um, so become aware of your body. You can do this right now if you want. One way that you can do this is by noticing your Breathing. Um, this kind of gets you out of your head. Um, you know, another way you can do this is through like some kind of exercise or some kind of yoga, something that makes you become more aware of your body. I think exercise is, is, uh, and yoga is, it's really a good way of doing this. Like any thing that moves your body, because just like right now, if you're sitting right here. You may become aware of your body right now, but you're not, like, fully aware of it because it's not moving. And it's very easy, for a five, to slip back into their head without you realizing what's happening. Um, so, become aware of your body. Become aware of what's happening in your body right now. And you can move around. You can, like, walk. What I like doing sometimes is, like, just, like, sit I like to stand up. I don't do this often, but it's something I want to do more of but but I stand up and I start walking in place. I don't have to walk anywhere in particular. I just kind of walk here and it can makes me come become more aware of my body, my legs, my chest, my belly um and this is what it's about, basically so. The kind of last m- way that I will give here is to notice. So, this is this is a bit of all three of things here. This is the way to notice the wake up call for yourself as a five, and a way of noticing the the uh, problems. So, the wake up call for the five is to notice when you are distancing yourself from the world and, and becoming more and uh, thinking more. You know, you know, when you din- when you distance yourself from your bu- from from uh, well, you, you can be doing that too. But when you distance yourself from reality, you're thinking more. You're observing from like this. I am not engaging in reality. Distance, and you're not actually like uh, participating because it feels safer to do it this way. It's your wake up call to realize what's happening. Now you can do that. I'm not saying that you shouldn't do that. Sometimes, you know, maybe that's a good choice. But oftentimes, I've noticed that we we as fives can overdo this. Um. So, one of the things I've, I've been really talking about and and really making deeper deeper episodes on lately is noticing. The positives and the negatives of something. Uh, so, this is what I want you to do as well with your um, compulsion to overthink. What are the positives and the negatives of doing this? Well, you know, getting some personal examples from my own life. Positives are I can come up with some of these great, great ideas that I talk about on my episodes. I can. Uh, Really explain things to you deeper. I can, uh, because I'm able to distance myself. I'm able to be, become more objective. I'm able to uh, make a lot of sense out of things that most people wouldn't be able to make sense of, because they're they don't have a picture of life. Right, there's there's a lot of things here, but the negatives are, um, I, be, I become. I don't become present enough to what's happening. I don't become present. And becoming present is the solution to all of this. I don't become present. I uh, disengage. Maybe I seem cold to others. I, like, lose. Uh, I kind of, like, fall asleep. There's, like, a falling asleep that happens. (sighs) I've noticed where, like, if you do this for long enough, if you um, become aware, if you... uh, become more if you, but if you uh, get stuck in, stuck in your thoughts and your mind long enough, you fall asleep to the need that, that to become present. You fall asleep to, um, all the good things of life, and you kind of, like, just keep going through the motions. You become an average five. You become less able to deal with the world because you're not, like, uh, becoming aware of it. Um things like this. So look at the positives and negatives. You may have to become more aware of what you're doing to notice these. Um, you know, another negative is that sometimes the... Or maybe even oftentimes, it, it depends on you. But if you don't just feel your emotions become aware of your emotions, they can, like, show up these weird times. And you're like, wow, what? why is this happening at this weird time and because they're not give, getting enough attention you can't uh, they can become stronger they become more pressurized within your mind within your body uh this kind of this thing this kind of thing so um let's see how many hours so this is actually getting really long, so if I... I might end up doing a separate episode about how to deal with a five if you're not a five. But I think a lot of these um, understandings that you're getting here can help you to kind of deal with your five, your five friend or whatever. But basically, it's it's all about... Uh, in my opinion, lessening the resistance. Like, if you're judging your five, you're probably not going to get anywhere. Um, So it's about kind of like, you know, just noticing where they are and kind of coming from them from that point. It's a hard thing to kind of do, but, you know, that's what it's, that's what spirituality is, is in some ways about, I think. It's about noticing where you are and changing yourself from that point onwards to something different. But, it, which is uh, completely opposite from what most people say. It's like, oh no, you should j- just do it. You know, just become enlightened, you know, do all these things. It's like, you have to notice where you are right now. Like, if you don't notice that, you're going to become stuck. And you're, and you're going to be judgmental. You can resist what is happening and stuff like this. So anyways, I hope you enjoyed this. Uh, A long-ass episode. (laughs) And I'll talk to you in the next one.